You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. My name is Payal Chakravarti, and I am the head of product for security and risk at Coalition. Growing up, I always thought I would either be uh, a doctor, that's a profession I really respected, or I would be an architect who would be building buildings, (laughs) uh, combine math and art together because my interest was really in math, art, and biology. Those were my three favorite subjects. When I was in high school, um, I got intrigued with the evolution of computers. This is uh, back in the late 90s when um, it was an evolving area. Internet was just coming alive. So I got very intrigued by that and I was like, okay, this seems like a fun place to tinker and understand and be hands-on and build things. And that's how I got into computer science and chose, um, it's like I was interested in electronics and hence I chose uh, an engineering uh, career path. I grew up in India and uh, I did my undergrad in India. Uh, And uh, out of graduation, there were lots of opportunities for um, joining software companies at that point in time. So uh, there were uh, lots of multinationals, you know, interviewing us. So decided to foray into software and joined a company called IBM uh, in India for a year before I decided to pursue my master's and come to the United States and uh, study computer science here. So I finished up master's and I actually joined IBM at the Research Triangle Park location. They have a huge uh, uh, campus there. Uh, I think we have about 10,000 employees there. So I uh, did an internship at IBM and Microsoft during my master's and I decided to pick up IBM as I was getting into um I was uh, thrown into this project where we had to get, uh, we had to work with customers, understand their needs for, um, they, they were in the data center, they were basically data center managers and they had a bunch of siloed tools at that point in time. And what I had to do was um, kind of study uh, their use cases and uh, stitch together massive uh, amounts of data from different siloed tools and present those use cases in sort of dashboards and analytics. So my first experience was building really scalable, massively performing uh, data marts and dashboards and uh, reports and analysis uh, encompassing, you know, several use cases and like answering questions like, hey, where should I move my workloads? You know, where, what kind of capacity does my data center have? This is, this is when uh, the world was going through the physical to virtualization transition. Cloud was still not a thing (laughs) in the data center, but um, did many different things at IBM, but one of the things, one of the projects that I really loved was 
actually transitioning to the cloud. So I had to take an entire portfolio of software uh, and they were on-prem software and move them to the cloud. So this is where I was exposed, you know, hands-on figuring out what would it take to take a monolith, um, make it a service-based product, uh, host it on the cloud, create a SaaS experience where users could do full self-service, you know, try by, uh, you know, IBM hadn't done that before, uh, literally. Uh, and then figure out uh, everything from SLAs to security to uh, what it means to run on the cloud. So that was amazing because I learned so many things uh, and, and that made me very intrigued about building products for the cloud. Right after that, I joined a little tiny startup called Sysdig. We were 30 people and we were figuring out how to do container monitoring because now we were transitioning. So I went from physical to virtual, virtual to cloud, now cloud to containers and microservices. And um, these workloads were extremely dynamic and transient and at massive scale with massive amount of connections that they're creating. And we had to figure out how to monitor them at, uh, with all those parameters. So um, Sysdig had come up with this uh, exciting new technology, um, you know, uh, leveraging system calls and EPPF to basically do all of these uh, detections. And that's how, um, so that's my foray into um, sort of security. And how I landed up in coalition is I'd been building software for enterprises for the longest time. And enterprises have the power, they have teams and, you know, so investment in software and uh, they have um, uh, sort of processes, everything to keep their environment secure. So I loved coalition's uh, mission there. Hey, like, hey, you know, Guys, I got your back. I will be there to take care of your financial liability if you get hacked or if you have an incident. But at the same time, I will also provide you incident response. I will provide you help if you do have an incident to mitigate, to recover from it, to um, you know negotiate as needed. That's what brought me to uh, to where I am today. So two or three things that I do absolutely value. Uh, number one is, of course, keeping uh, in product management, keeping the user in mind, keeping the customer in mind. What pain point are we trying to solve? Is it an important pain point to solve? Uh, asking that question many times to make sure that we are actually solving for the most important things and the most important pain points for our customers. Not jumping to solutions, but understanding uh, the background before we uh, make decisions about what we build. Uh, The second thing I would say from a leadership perspective is always trying to create clarity from ambiguity. So making sure that aligning people on that clarity of vision, clarity of where we want to head, and then taking that vision and the clarity that you created and the alignment that you created into an execution machine. And how do you constantly execute, iterate, fail, come back, but ensuring that you have clarity and and alignment at all points in time. There does exist biases in this industry. So um, there have been times when um, that has been challenged, right? Like I have been um, and uh, not stating any specific job, but I've been on calls where let's say a you know, customer joins and, and wants to know who's the technical person in the room. And it's often frustrating to say, um, yeah, which part of technology do you want to talk about? Let's talk about it and we can... Uh, work through it. So uh, I think that's um, 
Overcoming bias is always something that um, we as women leaders have to, uh, I feel, strongly look out for and constantly prove ourselves, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. But I think the way you handle it is you negotiate, you listen, you understand, you ask questions, and you build confidence and trust. And then they, you know, and that's how you build your credibility and your reputation uh, overall. There's no easy way around it. Follow something that you feel connected with. Don't just do it for uh, joining a cool brand or getting a better salary or don't do it for those reasons. Follow something where you connect. There's something that really connects you and you feel deeply driven uh, to solve that problem. Focus on the problem. I think once you follow that uh, connection and you figure out a problem that you feel uh, passionate about to solve, you will do whatever it needs to make it successful and that in terms will make you successful. Hey listeners, we're always looking for ways to improve the N2K CyberWire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey and share your feedback now. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the dark net, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Cyberwire. 